This is Lifelinks with a DL link. Nine minutes past 12 o'clock. Good afternoon. This is the DL Link Show where we connect you through insights, information and illumination. Nikki Seberini here with you until one o'clock. And, you know, history has been made. Well, it was made last night when our President Zuma uh, announced that he would be resigning. And we woke up this morning to a new South Africa. It kind of feels like a new beginning. I mean, do you feel it? Do you? We were chatting off air a little bit earlier and said, I think we all suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder and we're still in a state of shock. We kind of, we're not quite sure what's happening. We're not quite sure whether to get excited or not. We don't really have a president at the moment. We're kind of hanging in limbo. But I, I'm just very excited. I'm very, very excited. It's all about new beginnings. And I suppose new beginnings also here on the DL Link show because... We've got such incredible warriors in the studio who are going to be talking about how life has shifted, how, um, you know, a diagnosis changes the way you live your life. And all of a sudden there is a new beginning and a new way of living and a new way of being and interacting in this world and this lifetime of ours. But I'm going to start off talking about something that took place this past Sunday, because you know that the DL link provides this, it's, it's a support that is sometimes very difficult to describe. It's this enveloping um, very, very comfortable, supportive support um, where you're connected to a family and connected to something so much larger than yourself. We hear these stories every week when our angels come onto the show. So once again, the DL Link extended themselves and they had one of their spa days and a hundred warriors arrived um, at the spa. Um, it's called the JS Spa. It's um, it, it Apparently, it was just the most phenomenal day. Um, the JS Revive Spa. I was supposed to be there, but can you believe I then had to work? I mean, I missed out on manis, pedis, and massages. What was I thinking? But I'm not going to tell you the stories. First of all, I have on the line um, Leah, who is the owner of the JS Revive Spa. She opened her doors on Sunday. She volunteered her her um, beauticians and her therapists and um, her in, entire business to these warriors, and she touched each and every one of them in the most profound way. So, Leah, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for, for allowing me to, to speak. It's really such an honor. Um, I couldn't really not put into words how much we appreciate um, inviting this amazing um, group of ladies to Jay's Revive Wellness Bar. It, it was absolutely the greatest success. Oh, well, I, I would want to hear all about it, but I do just want to stress that I mean, you're not feeling too well at the moment. I believe. I believe you're you're at home with with chickenpox. Yes, so my, oh. my two year old and my little baby have chickenpox, and they pass it on to me. So I haven't been the greatest. So oh. I'm really glad that I could still speak to you, ladies. Oh well, we you. we wish you we wish you good health, eh? And not no scratching. Put on gloves. No scratching I'm allowed. Try. <laughs> so, Leah, <laughs> how you, how did you connect with the DL Link? I mean, it's a big thing to to open up your business and and do something like this. Why why did you get involved? Well, I think first of all, um, you know, when I built this business, it, it most definitely wasn't something that I wanted to build to put on show. 
and that's this beautiful premise, this beautiful spa just sits there and no one really gets to enjoy it. It's kind of a magazine that you flip through. You see these beautiful images and, and no one really gets to share in that. So mm. it, I really took on this opportunity to invite this group of people that truly inspires me um, because they are, you know, cancer patients. Um, it's so true to my heart. To my heart. You know, I've had um, a lot of family and friends that didn't make make it through cancer. And just having these people in my in my spa was for me a true inspiration. And and I really was so humbled um, by these people and just seeing wow that that the way they outlook on life um, and just the, our staff. You know, the, the impact that they had on on my staff on my business. It's not so much what the impact I had on them, which I'm sure they did to some degree. It was more how much they really blessed us mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. changed our lives. And I promise you, um, if you had to go to my spa, we could go. Yes, we've got an incredibly strong team, a very positive team. But if you had to go into that spa today, um, I can promise you now, um, every each and every single person is changed in some way, mm. and it's, it's, it, I can't even explain to you. It, it's something you would have to experience. Mm. But um, they were so emotional through the day, um, and, and you know it's so important. Sometimes we look at it and we think, "Oh, shame, they've got the big one," and we move on with our day. We put our hands on our pillow at night, and we we, as human nature, really overlook it, and we don't really give the survivors the credit that they do because mm. it's, it's massive. It's, mm. it's massive. Absolutely, um, your so your father is a profound impact yeah, on your, us. Your father is a a survivor, Leah. Yes, he is. Um, two years ago, he uh, was told he was diagnosed with liver cancer, and um, just through his mental strength, he overcame it, and he's a hundred percent clean and and strong, and you know he's he's so well. Um, Leah, you so, still there? So it's so close to us. Yes, I'm here. Oh, there. Sorry, you, you, we, we, we for one second you went silent. You went silent. No problem. So you really, really have experienced it firsthand. And, and just talking about yes. the profound effect that it's had in, on your staff and, and really, yes. and you know, again, that's what the DL link is. It's the giving in the giving. It's the receiving mm. in the giving. It's the cycle that everyone Absolutely. gives and everyone receives. It's, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. So just, Leah, so, so what was on offer? I mean, so you had these warriors who came along. What, what, what did they experience during the day? So obviously we, we welcomed them in. Um, each and every guest had their, their opening ritual, their refresh ritual when they came in, um, which we do with all our guests. They get a beautiful hand cleanse with a, very, with a nice hot compressed cloth. Um, we then took the guests through and kind of rotated everybody. Um, so while some ladies were having, um, or some of the members were having um, silent paints on their hands, others were having massages, um, the full use of the first floor was, was on offer to access the resort, the flotation pool, outdoor day, there's the hydro pool. Um, there was a lot of food that was sponsored through by DL Link. Um, we had meditation in our relaxation lounges and we had a reflexologist just, just helping, mm. um, here and there as we could. But it really was a very relaxed day. Mm. Um, Sounds for amazing. All this group of for this group of people to just um, kind of share in their experience and kind of get together something I would be honored to do again. Um, 
It was it was a really, really successful day. Oh, fantastic, Leah. It sounds like yes. it really was and so yes. meaningful on so, so many levels. Yes. Leah, um, thank you. Yes, had, yes, yes, you were going to say something. We had a beautiful, we, sorry about that, we had a beautiful pedicure lounge with um, 17 reclining um, uh, chairs that massage you while, you while you have your feet done. So when I popped my head in now and then and I saw people literally falling asleep on the on these pedicure chairs, it was really my moment of wow, this mm. is why I did it, mm. you know. Mm. Um Lovely. It was amazing. Oh, That's all wonderful. I can tell you. Wonderful. Leah, thank you. Thank you for your generosity. Thank you. um, thanks for um, allowing our listeners to get a sense of just how fantastic and how special Sunday was. And we know yes. that the Deal Link are probably, as we speak, working very hard at uh, arranging yet another one. So um, wonderful generosity, Leah. That. And we wish you better. Wish you better. Thank very you. quick recovery, you. you and your kids. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Leah. Take care and you too. Bye-bye. Bye. So so Leah is the owner of the JS Revive Spa. Um, She opened her doors on Sunday to Cancer Warriors and they just had a day of of spoiling and fun and just a wonderful experience. And and in a moment, or just now, Patricia Flom will be coming into the studio and sharing her experience. Um, She wrote the most wonderful SMS to the DL link, so she's going to be coming in and taking Telling us a little bit more. Um, you know, it was, I think it was way back in 2013 um, that actress and filmmaker and human rights activist Angelina Jolene made headlines. I don't know if you remember. Um, and she announced that she had undergone a preventative double mastectomy. I mean, I remember it very well. And I was on another radio station at the time. And I remember doing a, a show on the, the BRCA gene and the breast cancer and taking these preventative measures. And then she announced just a few years later that she had a, a, a hysterectomy as well. And it had a huge impact, um, obviously, with the kind of clout, um, her celebrity status. And so more and pe- more and more people, um, women around the world, responded to this a gene and um, there were uh, more um, um, preventative uh, double mastectomies that took place. And our warriors today are, well, they incredible sisters. They look alike. They, I can see the bond. They've both got these magnificent smiles and they, wow, they've got quite a story to share um, because the BRCA gene is very much in the family and um, just, yeah, and, and the effects that, that something like this has. And maybe you're asking the questions and also maybe not wanting to ask the questions and maybe the answers will come to you during today's show. So I would like to welcome Taryn and Kerry onto the show. Thank you, ladies, for joining us. It's wonderful, wonderful to have you. Two sisters, gorgeous, gorgeous sisters. Thank welcome. You for Thank having you. us. So I want to start off, um, Kerry, because it's really... Oh, okay, sorry. Kerry Blonde, Taryn Brunette. <laughs> right. two, the two sisters, <laughs> Taryn, Kerry. I'm going yeah. to start off with Taryn. Okay. Um, because there is... There's, there is a history of cancer in your family. There is. Just tell us. Okay. Who is so some of you may know my story. Some of you may not. Um, my name is Taryn Goldberg. And as my sister always says, we're no strangers to hardship. We lost our mother to ovarian cancer at the early age. I was 18. Kerry was 16. And my mother was one of four girls. And we also have an aunt in Toronto who had breast cancer. Mm. She managed to have a double mastectomy with a reconstruction. So, so you were the and and 
with your mom and being so young and it's such a important time of your life it must have had such a huge impact on a huge both impact of you. on both huge. of us we had to grow up very quickly yeah and the reality is once is it just the it, two of you it's just the two, just of, the us. two of you so once you've got it in your family, there is the red flag is up, you know, and so the dark cloud. So was the red flag up there and then? There and then, obviously, because two out of the four sisters have already okay. got the cancer, uh, cancer, and my mother didn't make it, and my aunt is okay today. So your teenagers, the last thing you're worrying about is could it be in the family? Could there be a risk? You're is young. It you've got, Where did it come that's from? It, you're young. You've For got sure. your your whole life ahead of you. Um, so you moved on. You didn't really Did you carry on. No, you didn't really yeah. think, no, we about didn't think about, about it. Think about it as a time. No, okay, okay. So we carried on, and then we had regular checkups um, and carried on. Everything was normal. And and so, Kerry, I'm going to bring you in now. Did did doctors tell you? You know, and especially like in 2013, when I'm telling yes. the story about Angelina Jolie, did you think, well, wow, maybe we should do it if it's in the family? Yeah. So Taryn and I had the same guy, Boris Jovkov, who said we must do the genetic testing. There was even a stage where I got the forms for us. We just both wanted to check we had finished having our families um, because obviously if we were positive then you have to consider having a hysterectomy Mm -hmm. so we just wanted to be sure that we had completed our families so it was on the cards but as ostriches as we like to live like ostriches you don't want to know the truth and put our head in the sand and we also thought you feel good life's moving on life's happening starting our families carrying on with it and you don't want to know and I think we both knew in our heart of hearts that we were positive Positive. we both you know statistics Mm. Yeah. Did you discuss it amongst yourselves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, you did. Definitely. Mm. Okay, mm. okay. So, Taryn, what happened? So, um, we, Boris Jovkov did suggest to please actually do the genetic testing, which we didn't. I had, after my third child, Jade, about two years after that, we were on holiday in Belito, and I was the fittest I've ever been. And um, we decided to go on holiday and... I couldn't understand. I was a bit tired, but I was good. The next minute, I was putting on my body lotion, and I actually found a lump on my right, right breast. Mm-hmm. And I Where thought nothing of breast? it on the top of my right breast. Okay. And I told my husband, and I said, you know what? If it's not right, by the time we get back to Joburg, I will go and have a mammogram, which I was no stranger to either. I've had two mammograms due to my family history and the cancer in the family. You know, they always said to us, please make sure you always have an annual checkup here and there. How old were you at the time? 38. Okay. And then so I the went, mammograms really. I'm just saying it because shouldn't be doctors say from 40 yeah. you start with the mammograms, but but there is always the warning about the family history and all of that. Okay. Correct. So okay. that's exactly what which happened. is why you had right. So um, I told Kerry about the lump, and I said to Kerry, I'd have booked a mammogram for eight o'clock in the morning. She asked me, "Would you like me to come?" I said, "Please don't. It's so early. There's nothing to worry about." And did you really feel like there was nothing? to No, worry about? I knew in my heart of hearts that there was something to did worry you? about, but I didn't want to, her to worry. Mm. So I arrived there at eight o'clock in the morning, and Kerry was there, ready, waiting. Of course, she was. She was waiting. Mm. She wasn't going to let me do this on my own. And once I went through with my mammogram. Um, I already knew. I could see by the reactions of the doctors, the nurses. I could see they started moving people out of the way for me. Really? They did. They, I already knew in my heart of hearts. And so from there on, it just spiraled out of control. Doctors' appointments were made for me. Appointments were set up, scans, blood tests, everything. But people were really amazing. Mm. I thank God that they actually did take it into their own hands and, and did it for me because I actually, Froze, you know, you don't know yeah. where to go and which steps to take. And I got phone calls and appointments were set up. My, I had amazing doctors. Dr. Zetso is my GP. 
And I've had fantastic. Dr. Wolfie Frankel was amazing. You consulted me onto my oncologist, onto Carla Norville, my plastic surgeon. People were really, really, I can't thank them enough. They were really amazing through my process. Kerry, you're sitting there and you see this all happening. And, and what, what are you thinking? Oops, I'm getting emotional just no, thinking yes, about this it. Is, this is very emotional. Um, yeah, so as I say, time stood still. Mm-hmm. We literally were sitting in the waiting room after the first owner, and she said, no, I'm sure it's fine. And then she was like, um, actually, let's just look a little bit closer. Awesome. And then mm-hmm. we just sat. Let's do a biopsy. Let's do a biopsy. So, and uh, as I wrote to my DL link post when I posted on, on Facebook, it really, as we went afterwards, they told us it was going to take time, and we went into the parking lot. And I said to Tara, and I'm sorry, I thought it would be me. And I also thought they'd be here till 40. We also, no one is exempt. We understand Mm. that, but we thought we had a lot more time on our hands. Yeah, Mm. so we all, we thought we'd do the testing by the time we were 40. Gee was. Yeah. Sure. So no, it was such a whirlwind. Mm. I stopped my whole life. Yeah. uh, And then, but then when Taryn was so amazing through her chemo, like then, you know, she really just took it head on and just carried on and didn't complain and carried on. And then we kind of just got into a groove with it because she was so good. Really? You know, we learned from our mom and our papa that you just kind of, they were like really good mm. um, role models mm. about getting and, up and go. And Taryn, people talk about this, you know, you've, time freezes. I mean, you just said, thank God the team took over because you can't remember. Mm. What what did they say? What was the prognosis like? What did they say the treatment was going to look like? And, and what, what kind of treatment did you have? They undergo? did tell me I had a ductal tumor. And thank God when they did the pathology and all of that, it hadn't spread. They did do, take out a lymph node, the sentinel node. And I was fortunate enough that it hadn't set spread. So two weeks after that, I had a double mastectomy. But it was fast growing. It, it was, was fast growing. Fast so, growing. yes, it was at a higher stage. So the cancer was aggressive. So they needed to remove it. And then they did send it away for testing. And thank God it hadn't spread. But after that, two weeks after that, we decided we did a double mastectomy. Why, with why did you do the double mastectomy? Because I'm not going through this again. And with my genetic testing, which I did two weeks afterwards through Nolene Kinsley at Rappaport's Rooms, she's outstanding. Um, she's a counselor there. Kerry and I both decided to do it. And she said, you know what? You might both be positive. You might, one might be positive, one might be negative. There's a 50 50 chance. That's what she said. But she said it's not always the case. So Kerry and I both did the genetic testing. Mm-hmm. We waited 10 days. And Taryn was actually, like, definitely negative. I said, I'm positive. positive. You don't want to be positive. Yeah. And I said, I feel bad if I'm negative and you're positive. Yeah, and Kerry said, oh. But, you know, like it's yeah, that kind of, of thing. You're going in together. So she said to us, do we want to come in separately for the results? We and said we said no. We're mm-hmm. happy to know together. And the outcome, we have the genetic disposition that we both are BRCA positive. But you know what? Use the technology of today. They were Knowledge amazing. is power. Knowledge yeah. is power that you can have. As Kerry did, she had an elective hysterectomy and double mastectomy. After my double mastectomy, I did my hysterectomy. We did a laparoscopic hysterectomy mm. through Professor Snowman in Pretoria, who's outstanding. I was back at work day 10. Sure. And you we drove. Off. That means because yeah. they they, 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 you didn't have to get cut. Yes, no, so it was so they did four little keyhole. Wow. Yeah, wow. four little keyhole. That's incredible, incredible. So, and Kerry, I'm going to come back to you because that, that's a huge part of the story. Let's just take a break because I, I, I want to discuss, Taryn, the treatment, yes. um, your response to the treatment, sure. then Kerry, your, your story as well. Wow. Let's take a break. And incidentally, while we are breaking, if you have any SMSs, any questions, please do SMS us, three. Four five one nine. We'll be right back. This is Life Links with a DL link.
Welcome back to the DL Link Show. Um, I have Taryn and Kerry Goldberg in the studio, our two incredible warriors sharing a story. Wow, as you said, from a young age, losing your mother to ovarian cancer, two sisters, you know, a doctor telling you you must be tested for um, the BRCA gene, um, and then Taryn, you being diagnosed with breast cancer. Kerry, right by your side throughout, and then the two of you deciding to be tested and both finding out that you're both um, positive for the BRCA1. Yes, Ooh, the BRCA1 gene. The BRCA1 gene. Um, so let's talk about, Taryn, let's talk about your... Your treatment. So you had to have a double mastectomy. I had a double mastectomy. They put in expanders, which I had. What are expanders? They're tissue expanders, which actually have got ports, which they can manage to fill to stretch the skin, to keep it firm and and expand your skin so that when you're ready for the implants, they can put it in no problem. Chemo can do a lot of damage to the implants, and they weren't sure which exact chemo, you know, at the stage after the um, double mastectomy, what I would need. How long do you have to wait until you have the implants? Uh, Nine months. Nine months. Wow. I had them in for nine months, the expanders. Okay. Okay. How was the chemo? What did you have? I had the Red Devil, did they you? call it. Which what is, was that like? It's debilitating. And the, actually, I must tell you, while I was there, I said to my oncologist afterwards, I said, you need to tell people what it's really about. So I actually formed my girlfriend's guide to chemo because you need the cold hard facts mm. that the red, the red Devil is actually red in color. You know, a lot of people don't actually know that. Mm. So um, as my oncologist always laughs at me, Ronan van Heerden, and she said, Taryn, she loves it. She actually made a copy of it and actually just sends it out to really? some of her patients in her rooms. The good, the bad, and the ugly. That's for sure. Mm. And I say it as it is, mm. unfortunately, or fortunately. Mm. Yeah, and I think you have to. I think there, you, need, you need that honest uh, idea of, of what for you're sure. getting into. Because then you can prepare yourself. Thanks to my amazing family, friends, the Dialing team. I remember the first time I started treatment, I was sitting there with my husband. And Terry walked in. And I actually didn't know who Terry was from Dialing at the time. And she walked in with two cups of coffee. And all of a sudden, I started crying. She said to me, oh, my God, are you okay? I'm so sorry. Are you feeling nauseous? Are you right? I said, no, Ter. Thank you so much. It's your generosity, your kindness, Mm. that you actually took the time out of your day Mm. to bring me and my husband a cup of coffee. Mm. That makes it so special. And that's only one of the small things that the DR Link team actually do. And, and more and more and more and more. And more, and more. Can, yeah, the more, yeah, more stories, sure. more stories will come out. How long was the the treatment, the therapy? I would sit there normally for at least four hours a day. So a lot Over of over a friends, period of. I did it for for seven months. Sure. I had the Red Devil first, then onto the Taxol, and now I'm on a maintenance of tamoxifen. And what is that? Is that those, tablet. po- those are tablets? And how are you feeling? I'm good. I'm strong. I mean, you look fantastic. No, I'm really one of the fortunate ones. I must be honest. And Taryn, a hysterectomy. You went for the hysterectomy. I as did well. that January 2017. I did my implants and my hysterectomy at the same time, which not many people do. She was, but could I you wanted move? to be done with. Oh, but you had the. Did you have the keyhole as well? The, I had what's the keyhole. Called? Okay, mm. which was it's amazing procedure, yeah. and you okay, it's doable, very doable. Mm. Well, I would you, recommend it. You are to incredible. You are you are incredible. Um, we're going to be talking just now to Dr. Ronwin van Eben, um, the medical oncologist from the Department of Medical Oncology from the Centre of Rosebank. Rosebank, that's and correct. that's that's your doctor. She's I believe. my doctor. She's your doctor. Yes. Okay, so we're going to be chatting with with Ronwin just now. But Kerry, just bringing you into this. So, 
I, I can only imagine, I mean, you've said earlier, no, I'm going to be positive or you're going to be negative and, and the guilt that you must yeah. have felt being the sister and, and, you know, you said that you, you always thought it would happen, but later on in life. And so you, on some level, it's like that side that when the feeling comes up or the thought comes up, you quickly suppress it because Absolutely. it's your greatest fear. You don't want to think about it. And here your greatest fear came right up and you couldn't even deal with it because it was your sister's. Yeah. And what a, what a helpless, awful, guilty feeling it must have been. Yeah, no, it was. I made her juices and she, they were too disgusting, like <laughs> too green for her. <laughs> too green, too healthy for me. <laughs> and I'm a dietitian, so I was trying to say, and eat healthily and please do this and oh, do that. And, but it was out of my control. Out of Absolutely. your control. Yeah. Out of my control. And I can see the two of you are very close. Yeah, so you've, close you know, right. you've, got, you've got through everything. Um, together. together. So this sure must have been very tough for you. So finding out that you had the, the BRCA gene and then making the decision, this is it. You had finished with families. Yeah. So I wasn't convinced. I wasn't 100% sure, but my husband and I, because I've got three beautiful girls. And, you know, there's always that thought of should you have a force, should you not? Um, and I was only 36 at the time. Mm-hmm. So, but we made the decision that, thank God, we have healthy children right. and this is the right. I need to rather be alive because mm-hmm. our mom's um, cancer primarily was ovarian cancer. And I said to when I went to, well, that was first the plastic surgeon. And I said to her, so what's my timeline? What should I do the mastectomy and the hysterectomy? And so she said, well, as long as it's before you're 35. I said, well, I'm actually 36. <laughs> so she said, okay, well, as long as it's in the next year. So okay, we made the so call. There was the urgency. There was the urgency. The older you get, the more chances. And then the oncologist also said, with ovarian, by the time you detect it, it's often too late. Sure. Okay. You know, it grows so quickly. So we made the decision. Okay. Yeah. I suppose it's one thing when you have the cancer, like you had, Taryn, and you, you know, you, you're removing it. And so if you have the double mastectomy, it's kind of like this removal to being, having these healthy breasts and healthy ovaries and there's nothing wrong. Yeah. So that's how I describe it to people. Like when you have the cancer, you just want it out your body. But mine was a choice. Mm. So it was like, A, when do I do it? I've got, I had a two year old at the time. I think she was 18 months when I had my history. She was 18 months. So it was like the logistics. We don't have a mother. So who to do? Our children, Taryn was. Oh. So I waited for Taryn to finish her chemo and then I did my hysterectomy sure. first. Yeah. Wow. And how was that? You said you were up and about pretty soon afterwards. So thank God. Thank God we're get up and go kind of gals. Yeah, you are. I can see. <laughs> yeah, I can see. We this don't want to keep us no, 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 no. Don't feel sorry no. for yourselves. No. I can no. see that. Not at all. No. And the proof is in the pudding because I don't want to reveal it now. We'll reveal a little bit later. But you're doing something incredible in a month's time. But we won't go there yet. We'll pause for a moment um, because um, I have uh, I have a warrior who's joined us in the studio who went along on Sunday. I mean, doesn't Sunday just sound stunning? No, amazing. Amazing. And she went along on Sunday and she had the most extraordinary day. So Patricia Flom, Flom welcome. Um, do you want to just pass Patricia the mic? You can just move it along, yeah, Taryn. There we you. go. Thanks, Patricia. You just come a little bit closer. I can see you still glowing. You're still glowing from on Sunday. Oh, yes. Did you have the nails done? Let's see the nails. Nails. Oh, gorgeous. Toenails. Okay, we can't see the toenails. Just the but, same. You, but you are glowing. I came out there on, in heaven and I'm still there. You're still there. And Tell heaven us about is this day. the key word. So read us this SMS. I love well, it because you started off saying, I didn't die, yeah. but I'm in heaven. Well, you see, I have 
only one child, a daughter, yeah. Karen. Yeah. And she's very, very concerned about me. You can imagine one child and her mother's got cancer. Mm. I've had this condition for six years. The most unusual a cancer, it's lymphoma of the skin. If you look at me. Yes. Looks like you've got bruises all over The whole of my body. Look, look, look. Lymphoma of the skin. skin. I don't think wow. you've met anybody else no, who I has haven't. this. I haven't. So it's really, really unusual. And uh, I have, in the last few months, been through the redevil. It didn't help at all. You did? Yes. It just took my hair. And now I'm on something called Indoxin. And they are tablets. Um... Four times, four, four a day for two weeks and then two weeks off. And it's helped a lot. These were big lumps, big, but like tennis, like ping pong balls. How long ago? Now I'm in the middle of all this treatments. And, and how, how long have you had this? I mean, how long has we had uh, Well, it started six years ago, and okay. it's just got worse and worse oh, and worse. Wow. So I've been through phototherapy. Sure. I've been through um, radiation, spot radiation. And then I'm also with the same firm as Dr. Rappaport. And he and Dr. Ressa, the radiologist, decided this is the only treatment for me. So anyway, I don't tell my daughter everything. Often I'm not well. I don't I don't want to worry her. Mm. She is a, she's got two children. She works so hard. She's a psychologist, works all day at a school. Then she's got uh, private patients in the afternoon, and she's still a life coach. So I keep most things to myself. But I w- walked into this magnificent, magnificent place. It's, it's something I've never seen before. Mm. Never. It I is, believe it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's Hollywood. It's honestly Hollywood. Uh-huh. And there I arrived and I was served immediately with orange juice and with biscuits and with cake, etc. And I had to tell my daughter everything. <laughs> and I sent her an SMS. I said, Karen, I didn't die, but I'm definitely in heaven. <laughs> and subsequently, she told me she was very worried about I didn't die. She thought I'd have a, had a worse experience. Uh-huh. And I went on. And so the whole day experience was heavenly. I closed my eyes when I had a mani and a pedi. And that me- neck massage and shoulder massage felt as though my personal angel was touching my skin. During meditation, I actually did float out of my body and reached heaven on earth. And the food, which was never ending, coming in platters of pastries, fruits, salads, different kinds of fish, literally a joy to the body and the soul. Oh, can you I truly felt reborn. I haven't been in a pool for years, and the floaty feeling did the final job of transporting me beyond myself, beyond Johannesburg, and far beyond the cancer. Thank you so much to Michelle and family, to Gabby, who was amazing as usual in ensuring that all of us obtained the greatest benefit from the spa day. Thank you to the silent donors who gave so that we, the warriors, could experience real peace, tranquility and love from one human being to another. Mm. The camaraderie between the warriors was palpable, emphatic and so amicable. All of us put into the same group by circumstances beyond our control. 
and we so enjoyed it. Thank you many times over. It was certainly one of the best days I've experienced since the shocking diagnosis I had six years ago. May our shame give strength to the dear link in the name of Devorah Leah. Oh, Patricia, that's wonderful. And you described, I felt like I was there with you. And, and you know, a little bit earlier when we spoke to Leah, who owns the spa, and she said, you know, it was such a wonderful thing for the therapists, for the therapists to experience that. So like in the giving, they received one does. So, so much. You know, you give off and it comes yeah, absolutely. back. Absolutely. As I said, you, you are certainly still glowing. You look absolutely. Too, you look too wonderful for words. And there's a, there's an incredible story behind it because when Michelle was putting everything together for the spa day and she went and she was talking to Leah about the, the spa day and she had a figure in her head of how much it was going to cost. So she knew that this is how much money had to be raised. And she said that the next day, I think it was, all of a sudden, an amount was deposited into the DL Links bank account. And it was the exact amount that um, Michelle had been thinking about in terms of how much she had to raise for this event. And it was deposited by very, very generously. And they didn't even know. But they just happened to deposit this amount, um, Ian and Lana Meltzer. Um, and it just came at the perfect time and it was the perfect amount. And I know that Michelle will say there is Hashem and, and you sure. know, it's Hashem's <clears throat> way is ensuring that they – the deal link gets to continue to do what they do. So uh, very generously sponsored by Ilana, uh, Ian and uh, Lana Meltzer, as well as Mel Jacobs. Um, they made this incredible day possible. Wonderful, wonderful. Let's take a break. After the break, um, I'm looking very forward to talking to Dr. Ronwyn van Eerben, um, and we're going to be talking about uh, a little bit more about this, this, this gene, this BRCA gene. Stay with us. This is LifeLinks with a DL link. It is quarter to one on 101.9 High FM. This is the DL Link Show where we connect you through insights, information and illumination. I'm Nikki Seberini being illuminated by the two wonderful guests in the studio. Um, and that is Taryn and Kerry Goldberg. And, um, I have, um, Dr. Ronwyn Earden on the line, who's the medical oncologist, um, at, uh, from the oncology, the medical oncology center of Rosebank. Um, and I know that Dr. Ronwyn, um, van Earden was the doctor um, for um, and helped Taryn with her her incredible recovery. So, Dr. Van Eerden, welcome to the show. Lovely, lovely to have you on the show. Thank you so much. And thanks for waiting for us. It was very patient of you. No problem. So, I, I mean, we've been hearing Taryn and um, Kerry's story. And I mentioned that it was back in 2013 when the whole world awoke to the BRCA gene. You know, you doctors knew about the BRCA gene, but we, the layman, certainly didn't until Angelina Jolie announced that she was having the double mastectomy uh, as a preventative measure. Um, so you're in it and, and you're the oncologist. And I just want to ask one or two questions about um, the BRCA gene. For our listeners, um, and okay. and 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 who really should be going and and having the tests? Um, should anyone just be going along? Um, should they be going right now and discussing it with the doctors? Who should be made aware of having these kind of kind of tests? Okay, so the BRCA gene is more common in certain individuals than in other people. Mm-hmm. So basically, from a demographic perspective, it would be um, people with a Ashkenazi Jewish ethnicity. 
as well as in South Africa, Afrikaner population is also more likely to be back a positive than not. Really? Um, when we consider sending a patient for a test, mm-hmm. it's usually if the patient uh, is very young at diagnosis, as Karen was, so usually before the age of 50 years old. Also, say, for instance, a patient who's got a bilateral, or that means a cancer in both of her breasts, the other reason to also consider bracket test is if you've got a history of uh, breast or ovarian cancer in the same family. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's a family history of more than one person having a breast cancer. And then also if you have uh, family members or if the patient themselves is male, then it's also more likely to be BRCA associated. So maybe you can just tell us what is the BRCA gene, BRCA1? What's the difference between right. BRCA1 and BRCA2? So what BRCA genes are are basically genes that control the process of uh, cancer development in the body. Mm -hmm. Um, It's something we call a tumor suppressor gene. And essentially what these genes do is that when DNA is being made in the body and if the DNA is developing abnormally, the BRCA gene is responsible for repairing DNA and making sure that it, it forms in the correct way. Okay. So if you have a defective or you have a BRCA gene um, abnormality, what happens is that then in the body it cannot repair the DNA and it cannot stop tumor growth from happening and therefore you get um, more predisposed to cancer. Okay, so let me just try and understand this. So not everyone has the BRCA gene. So basically, BRCA is a normal gene that you can have in the body, so right. we, um, in the general population. But what happens is if you've got an abnormality in that gene, that means then that there's a mutation of that gene. And what the word mutation means is that just the gene itself is, is abnormally developed. Right. And that's when you get an overgrowth of cancer or you get okay. the gene not able to prevent the cancer. And is that when it's known as BRCA1 or BRCA2? Yeah, so okay. BRCA1 and BRCA2 are just two... Um, they have similar roles. Um, BRCA1 has a higher incidence of being associated with a breast and ovarian cancer, whereas BRCA2 okay. can be responsible for the development of other types of cancers as well, such as prostate cancer in men, also colon cancer and pancreatic cancer as well. Um, so, Dr. Van Eerden, if it's a, it's, it's so interesting. So, if it's a, a gene that suppresses the growth of tumors or, or cancer, um, and you're mentioning specifically BRCA1 and BRCA2, and you're looking at specific cancers, what about other cancers? So, there are many, many, many different types of um, genes that all abnormal mutations or normal um, developments in the body that could be responsible for tumor growth or for cancer growth. Right. So often what we do with patients is when we, we take a history from them and we go through their family history and their personal history, um, if we feel, I mean, we, what we do then is we refer to a genetic counselor. And if the counselor feels that there's a higher risk for not just BRCA mutations or BRCA gene abnormalities, they will advise to be testing for other genes such as um, you know, there's there's a whole panel of different types that you can get. Mm-hmm. And what they will do is if they think that your risk is high to have another gene other than just BRCA, they will recommend for you a panel of different tests that you can do uh, to screen for for different types of risks for different cancers. Wow, that is fascinating. So, so if you do have the BRCA gene, does it mean that you will definitely get breast cancer if you have BRCA1, for example? Well, so if you look at the general population um, of women, um, we 
with normal genes have about a 12% risk only of developing breast cancer. In a person with a BRCA mutation, they have then an 80% increase of risk of developing breast cancer. That's exceptionally high. Mm-hmm. And also with uh, patients with BRCA, the risk of developing ovarian cancer is 40%, whereas in the general population, it's only about 1% to 2%. So when you have a BRCA mutation, it's a very, very high probability right. that you will develop um, either breast cancer or ovarian cancer. So you take the preventative measures like Kerry and Taryn have with the double mastectomy and the hysterectomy. Do they need to be going for other kind of tests? I mean, does that mean that they have um, a, a higher probability of getting another type of cancer or are we looking very specifically at the breast and the with the BRCA1 and the ovarian? So with BRCA1, more specifically just breast and ovarian cancer, and then with BRCA2, you can also look at other cancers such as uh, pancreatic yeah. cancer, gastric cancer, colon right. cancers as right. well. Wow, fascinating. Um, really, thank you so much for explaining it so clearly. I certainly have a, a much better idea of, of, of how that works. And I, I really do hope that, you know, the story, um, just listening to Kerry and to Taryn, this, this, when it is in the family and when we, you, you mentioned, you know, with the, the, the family and the, your, your heritage and and whatever it is the history we we do kind of not really want to think about it it's not something we want to do but i'm really hoping that today's show is highlighting um just how important it is and obviously if it's something that you um can be tested for and then you can take the preventative measures please god it means that you've avoided um um the cancer so i think that's so important if you can tell us um um doctor how how is the the bracket test um how how does the test work is it just a blood um, test? So basically, it's a blood test. Um, you can also do bracket tests on tissue as well. Mm-hmm. But um, more commonly, um, you can um, some laboratories offer the test. So you can go there and they can take blood from you and they can run the test on the blood. In certain circumstances, also, we can ask the pathologist to run a bracket test on, say, for instance, if a patient had a cancer removed. We can also check it in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but a blood test is usually sufficient uh, to detect BRCA mutations. There is, of course, a small risk of, you know, that sometimes the test can be inaccurate, so sometimes a false positive or false negative, mm-hmm. but that's not very common either. I hear you. Um, Dr. Ronan van Eden, thank you so much for joining us. It's a pleasure. It's been lovely having you on the show. Thank you. And just by the way, I do have a gift for you. We thought you were going to maybe come into the studio from the DL link. Um, just it's it's a certificate thanking you for helping so many of the DL link warriors. And uh, the DL link will make sure that this is delivered straight to you. Oh, thank you so much, but it wasn't even necessary. <laughs> no, thank thank you for the incredible yeah. work that you do. Thank you so much. All right. Bye bye. Thank you. That was Dr. Ronwyn van Eerden, a medical oncologist, and um, she worked closely um, with Taryn. So last year, Taryn, you know, we were talking about the we were talking about the DL Link. There's a marathon, the the Jerusalem Marathon, Correct. and I remember we were talking to a whole lot of people who were going, and they were training, and they were running, and the incredible thing, running with a cancer warrior's name in the name of a cancer warrior and Jason Winnick and I've interviewed him before had your name had my name on his shirt on his shirt he was running with with your name and recovery in mind every step of the way which wasn't easy for him 
And maybe you year, just want to come closer. I think can they're, you hear they're, me? there we go. There yeah. we go. Okay, so yes, last year Jason Winnig ran for me, and this year I've got the wonderful opportunity to run for other people that cannot run, that are going through their own journey and marathon on their own fighting their own battle against cancer. So I'm honored to be able and well enough to be able to run for the DL Link organization to raise so funds. you are giving back. I'm giving Someone back. Someone ran for you, and this year you are It's my running. turn to give back and run for them. Amazing. And you're not doing it alone. No. I'm you have a partner in crime. I've got a partner as you in have crime. Had, as you have the whole way through. My sidekick. <laughs> my sister Kerry. Kerry will be running along with me. Listen, we're no runners, but we're, we're going to do it. Well, I was going to say, I, I, I mean, the two of you look, I mean, the, the, you, you look so healthy. You're glowing. You look magnificent. So clearly the bit of training that you have been doing is, is working wonders. We went yesterday with um, Samson. With Samson, and I said to him, Samson, I've done five kilometers. Terrence done about six and a half. He's like, okay, let's go. So I said, okay, uh, we're still going. How much are we doing? Stop now. Yes. He says, no, we're doing 12. I said, no, 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 I've only done five. No, no, you can do it. That adds up. That adds up to 11. Basically, we did 12.7 yesterday. Did you? For the first time. And we walk in. How was that? That was outstanding. Okay, and how long? Are, what? 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 Which one are you running? Ten. The We're going to do the ten. Okay. And so you're working very hard at getting sponsors. As many sponsors as we can, yeah. So far, apparently, we've already raised, as Michelle just informed us now this morning, fifty-four thousand. We would love to double that. Fifty-four thousand. That yeah. is incredible. And our goal was fifty-four each. So. So we need to double that. And you know what? Dialink is a non-profit organisation. They support over seven hundred families, and it's our turn to give back, mm. just as they give unconditionally to everybody mm. else. Mm. And Taryn had the cancer, but I didn't. But even from a bracket perspective they still involved me drop pizza at me because I had the affiliation yeah wow. all my operations they dropped my kids variety packs like these little um, craft packs oh. so to me as well they've been amazing mm. just you're part the of the you're part you literally are part of part the family of, part, literally in they are part of this family. So you're registered um, and you're rearing to go, celebrating Israel's 70 years, and it's going to be wow. It's really going to it be really wow. Is. Do you know whose name you are running in yet? We do. We do. So can you mention? Being finalized. Okay. Yeah. I can mention. Can you okay. There is Leanne Friedman, mm-hmm. Freeman, and there is Ricky Lyons. I'm running for Hannah Katz, the 11 year old from King David. Mm-hmm. And um, Nicole Cohen. Wow. And she's actually getting married wow. on Sunday. Have so you, she have is you met amazing. Them? Have you met I them? I have met all of them. That is amazing. How does and it I feel? I know all of them. It's amazing. I'm so honored to be able to do that. Oh. As Jason did for me, I'm so happy to be able to do for them. Uh, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Now, and the whole me. way through this show, I've been calling you by your wrong names. <laughs> Not the wrong the surnames. I will get it eventually. I think when I say goodbye, I will know the names. <laughs> it is Kerry Siegel. Correct. And it is Taryn Goldberg. Correct. You know, I'm too excited about not having a president <laughs> at the moment. You know, I'm all over the place. I'm all over. So, Kerry, you don't know who you're No, so I'm going to run definitely with Jodie Brosen's name. Mm-hmm. Please God for a full recovery. Mm-hmm. And Helen Heldemuth. And then there's just one or two I might also just add to our shirt. Oh, yes. amazing, amazing, so amazing. So you are then, in training. You're ready to go. Who's looking after the kids when you're away? I'm still needed. To we'll cross that bridge when we get okay. to it. Yes. <laughs> right now, you just want to know Jeez, you are I'm running for sure. Our husbands yes. will be our holding husbands? the fort at home. Oh. And friends will have to recruit. The two of you, what a gift. 
Do you see a gift? This is yeah, such a gift. Sure. This is a wonderful yeah. gift. Really well, I've got to thank you both for joining us. Thank As you. I said, the two warriors, because you are both incredible warriors, Kerry Siegel, Tarrant Goldberg. I got it. I told you <laughs> right at the very, very end. Um, and if you are interested, geez, you've got one week to go. If you want to register for the Jerusalem Marathon, be part of the DL Link team. You don't have much longer. Um, call the DL link immediately if you are interested, or why don't you go to the website? You can register on the website. Their number is 011-485-3269. Be a part of this incredible, incredible experience. Well, we have run out of time, as we usually do, so I would like to thank you for so much for joining me. It really has been a really enlightening show. Um, take care until I'm with you same time next week. Goodbye.